I'm going to choose you to read again. A couple things about that, and we don't, I don't want to linger on this, but I love the one verse that says um, that something happened. There are festivities in the temple. That when, when people looked to go to the temple because they figured God would show up. They, they could hardly wait to get into the presence and the temple of God because they knew God was up to something. And when you think back about this year, 2019, you see any places where God's been up to something? I, I love the verse that says um, that you, you've just provided this bountiful harvest for us. The pastors of wilderness overflow and... Um, there's joy. And then he ends this psalm with the say, they shout and sing together with joy. So my goal for you today is that when you leave today, your heart is going to be so full that all you can do is just shout songs of praise and joy to our God for what he has done and what he has promised to do for us in the future. So this is a Christmas season And we are excited to celebrate Jesus. And for people of God and people who worship, we need to be the number one cheerleaders about Jesus. We can't expect the culture to do it for us. We've been designated as the, the cheerleaders and the spokespeople about the name of Jesus and the person of Jesus. When Paul wrote Romans, he starts it out right in the beginning of the introduction. He says that Jesus descended from David, that God in his plan had planted God in humanity, in the the reign of David, and God came to earth as a human to show us that God is with us. That's pause for joy. God cares enough about us that he would lavish his love upon us, that he'd plant Jesus right in among us to show us a way of life to show us the way of God and that we could be connected with him. But also, he, in Romans, it says that he's declared son of God through the resurrection. He talks about the power of the resurrection. You see, Christmas doesn't really mean anything. Get this. Christmas doesn't really mean anything if there isn't a death and resurrection. The Christian... The person who follows Jesus is here to declare the fact that God, that Jesus died, but death could not hold him in the grave. The Christian hope, the Christian faith, the the bottom line Christian doctrine, the the thing that we, we are distinctive about us that calls us to hope is the fact That when Jesus died for our sins, the Father raised him from the dead. And that he's alive. And this God alive is alive in us and in the world. And this God has been in us and alive in the world in 2019. And this God alive and in us and in the world is going to be with us in 2020. All right. Now, I want you to think about um, some things that have happened in your life in um, 2019. And I give you permission that if I say something, you're, you, you have permission to stand up. You don't have to. 
I was in a church last Sunday in Urbana, Ohio, a United Methodist Church downtown while I was visiting. As, you, as many of you know, my father-in-law passed away, and we spent our Christmas with my mother-in-law and, in, uh, and were there for the funeral and then also for the, the, the post time to kind of help her out. And I was in this church, and I went in. It started at 9 o'clock, and guess what time I got there? 9.01. I didn't want to get noticed. You know, I wanted to slip in. Um, came in at 9.01. Guess what? All the back seats were filled. So I had to march up past all the people in the church to sit about right there. And I felt like the preacher was just preaching right at me. I was in the front, in the front of the church. Um, I felt like, oh, man, the spotlight was on me. So today, it, you don't have to feel like the spotlight's on you, but if you'd like to participate, you can. So here's the first thing. Anybody here wearing something that you got for Christmas? If you did, just wave. All right, stand, you can stand up, good. So you see, uh, God's blessed us with that. Okay, here's the next one. Anybody here um, spent any time in one of our uh, hospitals in, um, in this area in 2019? Would you stand up? Man, I'm glad you're not there today. But for each one of you, there is a story, isn't there? Where you were praying some prayers, I bet. And we're so grateful to God for his provision for you that he has brought you to where you are today, here. Uh, when you look forward, anybody here? Um, you, 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 need, you need prayer for a physical need? You want to stand up? All right. Do you think we could pray for these guys? All right. Let's just pray right now. Father, you are our provider. You have sent Jesus into this world to not only die for our sins, but to make us whole. And so, because Jesus is no longer dead, but risen by the power of God. We ask for your power to come and uh, bring healing to these bodies. Uh, bring uh, comfort and bring strength as in mentally as they worry that they could put their trust in you as they move forward into this next year, that they'll be able to trust you for their physical, spiritual, and emotional health. And we pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Um, you believe that prayer? I do too. Because Jesus is risen from the dead. How about this? Anybody here get married this year? Can we turn the lights up? All right, let's give them a hand. This wonderful couple right here is getting married tomorrow. So we look around and we celebrate with you the fact that you uh, got married this year. So praise be to God, 2019 is going to be a memorable year for you. You may be seated. Um, We have the joy of marriage. We also have the sorrow of, of death. 
Anybody here, you lost a loved one? You, um, maybe a family member, a spouse, a brother, a sister uh, this year. And so 2019, you've had to deal with a loss. Yeah. And that's my story. December 10, my father-in-law died. So we, uh, we share the sorrows of 2019. If, if we had to face the sorrows all by ourselves, we'd be in a desperate place. But as we sang um, this morning, uh, we believe that there is a life after death. There is a hope because Jesus came and lived and died and rose from the dead. And so in the midst of our sorrow today about those losses, may hope arise in the knowledge of Jesus. Um, anybody here uh, have a new baby in your family this year? Stand up. So this could be, you're actually baby, you could be grandchild, and uh, this, is, this is a time to celebrate. And I want you to sh- show you the next picture. Guess who that is? That is Mavis Margaret Shaw, born December 19, 2019. That's my latest granddaughter. Now, if you were up in front, you'd get to show your baby pictures. But we celebrate, don't we, this year? New life. Praise be to God. Wonderful. Um, Anybody here um, make a new friend this year? Isn't that awesome? You know how much relationships, how, how much they mean to us? That you don't have to live alone? but you can have friendships. Thanks be to God for that, right? Um, You can stand if you want, but anybody here, like, lose a friend? Divorce? um, Issues? You know what I'm saying? Um, Problems? Somebody that was close to you, maybe they betrayed you or you had a broken relationship. Anybody like that? But in the midst of those things, we must draw on God to help us in the midst of the struggles and the difficulties that are before. Anybody here uh, get an award this year? Um, maybe you're on a little league team and you got an award for participation or you were uh, in music and you got a ribbon or maybe uh, your, your business. I see some guys up there. There are some winners up there in the, in the balcony. Anybody, uh, anybody like that? You won an award this year. Isn't that wonderful? So whether it's for participation or good work or whatever, praise be to God. Um, 
you don't have to stand on this one, but I got to tell you a story. Um, anybody here, please, please it, well, if you want to, you can. Anybody here get a letter from the IRS this year? Okay, I got one. And it scared me to death. It, later on, I'm going to ask you if God answered any prayers. Well, God answered a big prayer for me. We were scrambling, thinking, where are we going to borrow the money to cover this? And I'm, we're, I'm freaking out. And I talked to my niece, who's a CPA, and she calmed my nerves down. And it ended up where I thought I was going to have to pay all this money. And it ended up, I got money back. Can you believe that? So... Um, Anyway, I give praise to God for that. But those are those kind of moments this year where, you know, you get that envelope and you open it and you begin to shake. So thankfully, I'm not going to be in debtor's prison. Praise God for that. Um, Have you had any holy moments this year? Have you had any moments where God just came so close to you? It's not, can you, do, to me, those are just undescribable, those moments where God just shows up. Uh, for me, it happened in worship. It happened when we were doing our prayer vigil or the prayer stations, and I just sat in here and listened to the music, and God just kind of came over me in a wave. Can you remember those moments? All oh, those are so special. Praise be to God to that. Uh, how about... Um, did you have special prayer times, worship services? Anybody get baptized? You're here today. You got baptized this year? Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. We're so excited for you. Because baptism represents, um, you've made a public dis- statement about your faith in Jesus. This is the picture. I, I, only, I didn't have any Pastor Dave's pictures. By the way, he's on vacation today. I'm so glad uh, that he got a chance to be. He's down with his daughter in LA. And uh, what a great man of God he is. When, when, when we think about what we can praise God for and give thanks to God for, I'm so thankful for David Rhodes. And the impact he's had on my life and the friendship and the relationship we have as a team here. But I don't have any of his pictures, so I do have this picture. And this was the privilege I had to baptize Brian Murphy uh, this year. And what a joy it was uh, to celebrate his baptism for me. Just so, yay God. Um, but we celebrate what God has done in wonderful ways in, through baptisms and through other ways um, decisions to follow Christ. Anybody here, you would say you've really made a significant step in your following Jesus this year. I mean, maybe you had some battles where you were like kind of kind of deciding whether and you just said, I'm all in for Jesus. Isn't this wonderful? We praise God for you. And you know, those things can happen if you don't know anything about Christ but some of us, after we followed Christ for a while, we kind of get into these civil wars where we kind of want our way and God kind of says, oh, I want, I'd like you to do this. And we kind of go, no, and we kind of battle back and forth. But in those moments where we just say, okay, I surrender, I want all God has for me, 
there's something magnificent that happens. So we're grateful to God that those things have happened in your life. Um, Anybody here um, serve in any capacity at PNC this year in any way? Would you stand up? That will definitely allow people who don't want to stand up, but we thank you. In all the ways, many of them are unseen. But we're grateful to God that you have chosen to give your time and effort and as an offering to God in service. How about you've served in ways and ministries outside of PNC? Anybody here like that? You, you've done some things that you, uh, you've, you've, you've given time and effort for the kingdom of Jesus outside of PNC. Thank you for your work. May God be praised for all that, that you've done. So... Are, you guys, are we having fun yet? Are you catching the idea that in 2019, God showed up? That God's at work? That you're not just this one isolated little atom out there trying to serve Jesus all alone in the world. God is at work in many people and in your lives. Um, anybody here go to a camp or a retreat? Or a special event like that this year? All right. You know some of the special moments. How about, how about Extreme, Camp Extreme? Anybody go to Camp Extreme? Whether you were a kid there or a, or a worker, Camp Extreme. You know what God can do? through these special events like camps and retreats, VBSs, Camp Extremes. God shows up in lives that will change those lives forever. I praise God that we have a church that invests in the lives of children and youth and makes provision that they can go to camp and that they, we can provide a leadership in in funding staff so that we can do these things uh, to God's honor and glory. Praise God. Well, anybody here go on an overseas trip? Uh, uh, We're going to talk about mission trips, but anybody here go overseas on a vacation this year? Oh, I hope you had fun. (laughs) Anybody here go on an overseas mission trip? Okay, so let's give, yep. So uh, Judy went to the Philippines. That's wonderful. We had people like Judy and Fran. You guys went on a, on a, a, a trip to, for eyesight. We have people that go on dental trips, medical trips. Uh, Dave has gone to Sierra Leone. I have a couple pictures that you sent me. Here is, uh, this is Sierra Leone, these kids. And the next picture, you'll see what they're doing. They're watching the Jesus film. And Dave, from his own funds, has gone multiple times over there to help these people and work in hospitals. And uh, what an awesome thing that you've done. So uh, also, then we went, our, 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 our work and witness team went to Malawi and I got some pictures of that real quick, just an update. That's the church that we sent money for that got built. Capadula. 
And the next one is the parsonage that we just finished, sent money just to finish. That's where the, that's the par- pastor's house. These things do not happen unless you give. So thank you. Now the next picture is a picture of a happy group because this is a new area in which Wellington Abote, our friend, is going to start. It's a, it's a church planting area in a new city, and it's called Empanola or whatever like that. <laughs> I'm not too good on my Chichewa or whatever, but that's it. And so we're going to have a chance to work on that to God be the glory. All right. Um, all right, I got one more thing that I'm going to talk about, about this shout and for joy. You know that... Um, This is a pretty nice church building, isn't it? Multiple years ago, um, anybody here before this building was remodeled? Would you stand up? Okay. Do you remember what it was like before this building? Small? Cramped? A-frame? In the vision of the ministry of PNC... The, the pastor and church board leadership decided that they, that they would remodel these buildings to which we're so grateful for. And in the remodeling of those buildings, we incurred a fairly sizable debt. If I'm not mistaken, someone, you can correct me later if I'm wrong, but I'm thinking it was in the region of $3 million. Anybody got $3 million in your bank account? Well, guess what? I got an email this week from Vern Bolte, who is one of our key financial guys who works with our, our real estate and stuff. And guess what his email said? The debt has been paid in Isn't that wonderful? 2019. Because of you. Because of the sacrifice and the commitment and the stick at itness of PNC people, we can say today that we entered 2020 without any debt. And so you know what that means? The money that, we, that you give faithfully in tithes and offerings now can be directed toward mission and ministry. I mean, we're gearing up now to have one of the greatest years PNC has ever had as we reach others and talk, tell, tell people about Christ because of the sacrifice of people like you in putting us in this position. Isn't that wonderful? So we shout and we sing for joy. All right. So um, we're getting close to the end of this. I hope you're not bored yet. The game is until 520, so we got lots of time. Um, What about 2020? So Pastor Dave and I, we've been praying. uh, The church board here is so fantastic and 
they're praying and they're working and they're putting together a, a ministry plan and work on how God would uh, provide for us. And through your giving and your faithfulness, even in these last few uh, weeks, uh, days of this year, the money that's coming in, we're, we're getting ourselves set up so that we can launch into 2020 with great missional impact in our community and around the world. Um, so here's my vision for you for 2020. First, that the word of Jesus might dwell in you. I love this verse. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and with gratitude in your heart, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual psalms to God. Um, I'm an old guy now. I never dreamed I'd be this old. <laughs> what I've learned in as I grow is that God's word, that God has used this holy book um, to transform lives. It's not the book, but it's the God that's described in this book that changes people's lives. It is the Jesus who is talked about in this book It is the spirit of Jesus that blows through the pages of this book that awakens our own minds and hearts to our reality and how we're to navigate this world. But God uses these words, God uses his word, Jesus, to transform people. And in 2020, I believe God wants to transform you and me through his word. What do you think about that? Now, we have, in, in our generation right now, there's never been a great, greater resources for us to use to let God's word, the message of Christ, the spirit of Jesus, to get implanted in our hearts and our minds. We as Christians, where we live in this day and time in 2020, We need God's help and wisdom to implant his word and his direction in our minds, in our hearts like never before. You will need God's word in your life this year to help you make decisions, personal decisions for your family, for your workplace, how you're going to vote in the elections, all these things God's word and God's Holy Spirit will help guide and direct your path if you will be open to God's word and and God's spirit in you. He wants to direct your life. He wants to direct PNC. And he's given us lots of resources. So some of you who are readers, my challenge is, is to pick up this book and begin to literally eat this book. Now you can do that in this kind of book. We have some awesome resources now with version, online versions. How many of you use version? If you're, if you're savvy and you have a phone, God's word is right there. There's some great devotionals. I love the fact that the devotionals are there, but I don't want you to mistake the word of God from the devotionals, that you really let the word sink in. Okay, so there's also what I love is the Bible Project. And if you've been here for the last few weeks in, in 
services, Chris has been using uh, videos from the Bible Project, thebibleproject.com, as a tremendous video resource. So if you're not a reader, maybe you, you have YouTube TV. Anybody have YouTube TV? Some of you? Anyway, it, you can resource videos that tell the story of the different Gospels in the Old Testament. But my prayer is that in 2020, God's Word will dwell. It will make its home in you. That Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus, will be forming and working in you. And by you allowing that to happen, it will literally transform your life. Are you game? All right. Secondly, last thing then on this is that I want you to I would love for you to invite people into the company of Jesus. Have you ever been at a place and when you leave, you say, wow, that was good company. When we were in um, Ohio, we got to spend some time with my wife's cousin. He, he and his wife and their son. And when I left being with them, I just felt so good that I was in good company. In the world we live in, people are looking for good company. We live in a world of isolation and individualization and and loneliness, and people are seeking home. And I'm convinced that Jesus gives us good company. And so my prayer for you is that you'll um, invite people into friendship groups where there's good company around Jesus. We call them group life here. Uh, There's all kinds of ones, but I have found some of the most significant times of my life in the last couple years has been with a group of guys on Wednesday night in the company of Jesus. There's something in us. There's a longing. There's a homing device that God put in every person we're drawn into that kind of company. So my prayer is that you would be uh, active in inviting people into that kind of company. And secondly, that you would um, introduce people to Jesus. I know this just it, just, it just makes us shake sometimes in fear. But it's just, you know, if something good has happened to you, just tell somebody else about the good that's happened in your life. If... If you could just say, you know, that nutty pastor today had a standing up, jumping up and down on stuff. But my heart is full today in thanks to God for what he's done for me in 2019. If you could just tell one person that. But our prayer is that this could be a time, this could be a season, this could be a year when people seem so out of sync that This could be a time when they could really become in sync with Christ. And maybe it's just a case of inviting them, being a part. So are are you okay with that? All of a sudden, you got real quiet. It's like, okay, Tom, this was fun. Now you're starting to preach at us or something. The Holy Spirit, I'm confident, will do his work in this. Um, The last thing. In your bulletin today, 
there's a little, there's a little um, handout like this. Now, if you didn't get a bulletin, I'm sorry, you're out of luck. Um, this that I'm giving you, that I want you to look at, uh, goes back to my grandfather. He was a pastor. He did this, and this is what I want to challenge you with as we leave. I put on this form um, three questions. I really want you to think about this. What is your biggest prayer for 2020? I, uh, on, on the website, it, it'll say, what is your biggest audacious prayer? I like the word audacious. Basically means that which is far beyond what people think is sane. Could you pray a big prayer this year? I mean big. You pray it with the idea that maybe it doesn't happen, but you just pray it because you think, hey, the Bible says Jesus rose from the dead and Anybody who can rise from the dead, is there anything that he can't do? So what's your biggest prayer for 2020? Biggest audacious prayer. What's your biggest fear in 2020? What what wakes you up at night? When you wake up in the morning and you think about the day, what's that thing that's kind of settles in the back of your mind that you just can't get rid of? What's that fear? Is it health? Is it finances? Is it relationships? Write it down. Um, what's your biggest dream for 2020? What would you like to see accomplished in your life in 2020? Write it down. Um, my, my grandfather, he, he talked about... Um, the story of the unknown bundle. And what he meant was, he said, you know, um, anybody know what's going to happen to any of us in 2020? Do you know? How many of us will be in the hospital? How many of us will have to make funeral arrangements? How many of us are going to I guess you can kind of predict a little bit if there's going to be babies born, but, so, but you know, um, new friendships, your work. I mean, there are many things that we think we can control, but there are many things that we have no control over. And yet, we think we can. Well, my grandfather said is he said, you know, you take a piece of paper like this, and if this is your year, it's a blank sheet, and you really don't know what's going to happen, but he said, could, it, could you, by faith, sign your name on the bottom and give it to God? The unknown. Could you? as an act of faith as you move into this next year, in light of all that God has done for you in 2019, could you say, okay, God, 
Here's my next 365. I'm going to sign on this, and I'm going to give it to you and trust you to fill in all the details. Now, you might be for the first time encountering the life of Jesus today, or you could be an old, you know, guy like me who's followed Christ for a long time, but it's still the same. Am I, can I trust him with my 2020? Can you? Well, let's just offer our lives to him right now. Father, thank you for all that you've done. Our hearts are full and, and grateful for all of your kindness and goodness and provisions. And even through our sadness and our grief and our difficulty, you have never turned your back on us. And so now as we look ahead, it's not a small thing for me to say, here is my life. But across this audience today, Lord, as we come, recognizing all of your faithfulness to us, offer our lives to you. We offer this year to you, trusting in you that you will fill in all the details. You will be with us, that we will not be alone. And so here we are. We give you ourselves. We give you our church. We're excited about what you want to accomplish in this next year. And we ask, oh God, that you will do great and mighty things among us. In Jesus' name, amen.